jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender. With Nickelodeon's official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the Jim Jeffrey Show. We have a new theme song. It's the Jim Jeffrey Show. Da 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 da. Jim Jeffries. Is that a popular song? Can no, I use I've that? I've never heard that one. So. But I only, <laughs> I only used a few seconds, so it's okay. Um, for the for, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, you're welcome. Welcome. Enjoy yourself. Sit in your car. You're probably in traffic. We're going to make the next half hour of your life go by very quickly. But then the last half hour is a very stressful time where I cry. Um, if you would like to see me perform, I will be at Clusterfest Comedy and Music Festival June 2nd in San Francisco. That's where I left my heart. Did you know that, Forrest? I did, mm. yeah. I left my heart oh. in San Francisco. Go back and get it. I. Well, that's where I'm going. I'm going yeah. to do it. Also, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is going to the next level because now we do adverts we do adverts and i will read the advert yep that's what they want you to do u.s marker board we use it every day to learn design and strategize dry erase boards and now glass marker boards are a must-have for every stage of life for visual display products you need and the quality of service you deserve U.S. Marker Boards is the place to go. A full-service shop with high-quality, high-trained staff, U.S. Marker Boards is able to handle any request, no matter how large or small, as long as it's related to marker boards. <laughs> you can't ring them up and ask about other things. They don't. They can't fix chlamydia. Well. I learnt that the hard way. <laughs> Visit usmarkerboard.com today and use the promo code Jeffries, that's J-E-F-F-E-R-I-E-S, to get 12% off your next order. Come and see what US Markerboard can do for you. Wow, that's pretty good. Fuck that, man. I'm proud I'm, of you, man. We should just stop the podcast there. <laughs> was, yeah. How much better am I getting as a reader? Like, honestly, like, in my I, life, when we first started show, started this show, I was like a kitten who couldn't read. Now I'm like a panther who reads the fuck out of shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a panther who's like, I'm on my 17th Harry Potter book. I know they haven't been written, but I write them myself just to fucking read them because I'm a panther-reading motherfucker. Mm, you're more like a, like a gazelle I'm, about I, that, like, got... Uh, like take tracked down by like a, cougar, I'm, like a like a cheetah and then it's like has a bad leg I'm but it can still get around on three legs I'm good. more like a reading camel and we'll get to that a little bit Whoa. later now we have a guest now often on this show when we have guests I say things like I like this person I'm excited <laughs> to have them on and for 99% of the time that's a lie I don't like anybody but here is I can we we're friends yeah, we're good. friends. We're friends. This this girl. <laughs> Why did you ask her that after that buildup? I she, don't know. But Why then she said she friends? said it so awkwardly. I couldn't have more love for this person Aww. if I tried. Ginger Gonzaga. Hi. Hi. I and love you too. I love you too, Ginger. <laughs> now, if, too. if if 
for the 12 people who watched legit yeah. my sitcom, for those 12 people, <laughs> and we're talking to you, Dan Bakadol, <laughs> um, where, uh, Ginger played my girlfriend Peggy on, yeah. on legit. And then we, we, you played my girlfriend again in a movie. In a movie. <laughs> she has played my girlfriend twice. Literally, how long have we been known each other? Six I years? Know. Yeah, I think so. This is my longest relationship with a female that hasn't fallen to bits. Yay! And I'm including my mother because that relationship <laughs> fell to bits very, very early on. It was around the breastfeeding when I, when I was just like sucking up my mum's tit and I kept on hitting her knee. Um, that's a hot... <laughs> my mother's a large woman. Uh, Ginger's got exciting news. She, uh, she's, uh, well, she's been doing a lot of stuff. You've been on... Uh, every time I... Mixology. She was, in, she was in Wrecked. But she just Which was just a little documentary about a party that I had once. <laughs> <laughs> this is hot off the press. Yesterday, uh, yeah. Ginger Gonzaga set to recur in Jim Carrey's Showtime comedy series, Kidding. So, Kidding, is Jim Carrey in the show? Mm-hmm. And you are playing Jim's what? I can't say, but I am a cancer patient. I got in trouble by Showtime when I said Okay, this is the thing. I feel, <laughs> I feel like you're, <laughs> you're, you're moving up in the gyms. <laughs> right, because you you, you had a show with me, and now you have a show with Jim Carrey, and like, like you can't go further up. I know. You, you, <laughs> your your next show is on the way down with Jim Belushi. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a Jim Belushi, <laughs> and then I don't know of any other gyms. That's no it. other gyms. Yeah, but then you, Jimmy gym. Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. No, but like, I went. I went okay. too fast down to okay. Jim Belushi. I'm trying to think of less. I'm trying to think of lesser gyms. And I like Jim, Jim Brewer. I like Jim life. Norton. I'm not going to say mean things about them. Jim. Uh, Jim Neighbors. Jim Beam. Who's that? Who's Any, Jim anyway, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of your career, you'll just be doing Jim Beam. <laughs> That'll be it. Um, so you sat in on the show today? Yeah. Gonzaga, you sat I, I saw the camel pee for about three minutes. Well, don't ruin ah! it. Don't ruin it. There's a, there's a camel on the show. <laughs> the fuck, we had it. We had it. Fuck, Ginger. Fuck. <laughs> we didn't ruin your whole thing. I was you were like, referring don't we to the audience members. Yeah, you, you got you got cancer on that show because you're a bad person. Um, so what happened was, what happened was, we, we did a show today, as we do every Tuesday, and what happens is we get slightly drunk before this show. I've had an In-N-Out burger. I'm happy. You happy, Forrest? Uh, I didn't have a burger and I didn't get drunk before the show, but yeah, sure, but I'm are, happy. Are you, are you drinking now? No, I didn't. Afterwards, Forrest is taking me on a date. Where is going? <laughs> well, Forrest knows someone who works for Skywalker Movies. What? And I get to see Han Solo. I auditioned for that. Anyway. I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, when, what did you audition for? <laughs> Amelia Clark's part. What in the solo movie? Mm-hmm. Like, like you were going really? to be like a short Wookiee? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would rather be a Wookiee. You'd be like a baby, baby Wookiee. Yeah. Did you know you were going up against her? No, it was uh, at the time. I think it was uh, like Janelle Monae and uh, oh, yeah. other people, and then they switched it. But like Queen of Dragons, you're like, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would have rather been like. A creature. I'm very excited about the solo film. I'll tell a little personal story now. What happened was before The Force Awakens, I sent out a uh, message on um, two months before The Force Awakens came out. 
I was on Facebook and I sent out a stupid message and the stupid message went like this. I, I, I go, I was just over at JJ Abraham's house and he showed me The Force Awakens. I can't believe that Han Solo died. Now, obviously, I'm not friends with AJ Abrahams, nor would he show me <laughs> he of all. Know his name. Also, yeah. also yeah. there's no guy named JJ Abraham that makes movies. So that guy got That's shot. That's how close they are. At the the de- yeah, okay. <laughs> He's got some biblical the, last name. The deal is, JJ Abrahams was a president of the United States. Everybody knows that. JJ that, Abrams makes movies. That's, so. that's the house I was at. Don't yeah. ruin my story. Okay. Sorry, my bad. So, so anyway, so what happened was, obviously, no one's showing me a Star Wars film two months before it came out. Obviously, yeah. I was joking. Um, I, did I guess right that Han Solo died? Yes. But what happened was, <laughs> so I lost about 100,000 followers because when the movie came out, people got really angry because Han Solo died and I got all this hate mail with people like, fuck you, you ruined the fucking movie. Now, in turn, I hadn't personally seen the film, so they, <laughs> so they fucking ruined it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, well, I didn't know fucking Han Solo died. Now, you think that would, where, would be where it ended. Like, obviously, I didn't get shown the movie before. Now, then what happens is The Last Jedi comes out and some cunt who is still really upset about me ruining The Force Awakens, he sends me a private message on my Facebook and the headline is something like, hey Jim, I'm a big fan. I have an ego. Of course. I clicked on that. I wanted to read. I wanted to read some nice things about me. But then all he goes like this, he goes, Snoop gets killed by a lightsaber and the thing. We don't know who raised parents. So he fucked the movie up for him. Now, young man, if you're listening, <laughs> right? I'm seeing the solo movie today. Oh yeah. Three days before you. And you don't even know this, but I've opened up different Facebook accounts, so I'm going to attack you from every fucking level. <laughs> I'm going to ruin every movie you ever see, you cunt. Anyway, so we did a show today, right? Now, on our show, um, hold on. i got to You've fight. opened up several Facebook accounts? Shut up. Don't yeah. ruin it. That's a lot. Don't You're rise. really doubling down. Facebook people are leaving Facebook. I stalk a lot of people. people now, now, so what happened on the show today is we had a we had an intro that went well. And then yeah, the, first... in the intro, we changed in the, in the title sequence. We had two new things in there, as we always do. We change every week. Uh, one of them was a picture of Ivanka Trump. At the new U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem where it was controversial that we moved it there and then it slides down where she's pointing to and it's a picture of the Gaza Strip where they're fighting, where there was was protests. And then also... I used to date a girl with a lovely Gaza Strip. (laughs) Yeah. And then the other one was, uh, it was a chart that says Days Without Thoughts and Prayers and it was at 30-something and I don't know what the number was and then went back to zero zero because as we know... There was another school shooting, but there's no another one's... school shooting. But I'll tell you what about the school shootings. If you're a school shooter, try not to do it around the same time as a royal wedding. Yeah, you won't, yeah, you're not gonna. You get, won't get the press. <laughs> you're not gonna get the press. You won't get the press. That fucking dress was more important than you, you dumb cunt. Yeah, it was amazing. How, he I was mean, going up against a boat neck dress. It's America. We do we do forget about the shootings pretty quickly, but that one was like, see ya. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not even. A thing. So anyway, so let's not give that guy too much fucking press. So in the first bit of the show, we talked about um, what's happened lately. There's been a little uptick Racial in. Uh, and it's normally white women. Now I consider you to be a white woman in. 
certain lights. I'm and way then passing other, in certain lights. And then light. like, and then yeah. I, I, no one ever knows what you are. You're, you're I don't think ginger's white. Gin, no, gin, ginger doesn't know what ginger I, is. Yeah. Gin, ginger's like, are you hearing Laurel or Yanni? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so why, so white women? It turns out they don't like black people doing shit at all, right? So, so, so what happens yeah, it's is white women. it's always Recently, white. It's always yeah. white women. So the there was there was there was a family barbecuing, yeah. and then a, and a white woman called the cops. There was the two lads in Starbucks, and what happened to them was they were just sitting for like ten minutes. There was, uh, but the call was, I think, after something really short, like a minute thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and she just no, the saw co- them the, the and cops she was got like, there. Uh, black. Yeah, the cops Time got there after call. ten minutes. The call was very early. Yeah, and it was just like there's two black people in the Starbucks do something about it, and then like when it first happened, I thought maybe when the researchers for the show came to me and said, "Oh, this happened in Starbucks," I thought this wasn't a whole piece because this may be an isolated incident. This doesn't happen as often as we think, and then no. they just barraged me. With stuff that's yeah. happened in the last two weeks. It was remarkable. There was uh, three women playing golf, black women playing golf, yeah. and then there was a complaint put in they were playing too slowly. Uh, there was uh, an Obama staffer that was moving into a house. Like he was bringing stuff into a house. He was bringing stuff. Yeah. And they still called the cops. Like what? Like why, he's like, what, yeah. Like he's like this furnishing. Guy's plan- <laughs> he's, yeah, it he's was a reverse robbing. <laughs> ugly desks. There's a guy furnishing an apartment. You better get over here right away. And then oh uh, there was, and then there was um, a, a woman that was sleeping on the campus at Yale in like a common area, like where yeah. I, if you've been to college, people are always sleeping. Yeah, all over. that's what you do. And You're they, tired. They, yeah, they called the cops on if, her. If they go, I I sleep in alleyways and in nightclub chairs and all sorts of. <laughs> Places yeah. and no one's ever You're kicked white. me. Uh, mind you, I do yes. get kicked out of a lot of places. <laughs> mm. So anyway, so we did this whole thing about the, the what happened there and all and the, the Airbnb thing was interesting. Oh, the yeah. Airbnb thing was interesting because it that- was it was uh, first of all the reason they called is because they said we, th- they looked suspicious. They, they weren't, weren't smiling up. and waving. Not smiling and waving, which is like wow. That's and it turns out it was the granddaughter of Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah. A little fun fact. And uh, now that person—that's actually not a. That's a, so 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 a black woman got arrested. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> black royalty. Let's keep it light. <laughs> it's everywhere. So we talked about all the different things that happen to all the different people, and then we we came up with a little concept at the end that was like maybe your nine one one privileges should be taken away in the same way. If you use Postmates and you're a bit of a dick, or Uber and you're a fuckwit, you have your different rating systems. So we worked out a rating system for. 911 calls. It was like you don't watch Black Mirror, right? I do. I do watch uh, uh, Black Mirror. I, I, I like that. Like we came up with like uh, it's in the future that you would be being rated. There's like an episode similar where you rate people, but oh, yeah, yeah, race, yeah. a racism scale would be something. Yeah, that's yeah. a racism scale. Racism rating. Yeah. Racism rating. What's your racism rating like, Ginger? Yeah, how many stars here? One, well, one, one is. One's what? bad means you're racist. What's, I'm not racist. What's the most? Five means you're okay, not racist. Okay, we have to. I'm, a, I'm ethnic. What I is racism. the most yeah, racist thing racist. you've ever done? What's sure. the most racist most thing? Most racist thing I've ever done? Oh my oh, God. God. Keeping in mind, you just got to roll on a new show. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't think I do anything. I'm going to say it's not showing up for half of your family's Christmas. <laughs> right? It's well, like. And, uh, and then Jim just. Just That's the most racist thing he's ever done. Oh, no, no. I've been way more. I'm from Australia, goddammit. I get, I, I am, uh, That laugh was so nerve-wracking. I went, I'm from Australia, and you went, oh, <laughs> They're bad people. They're one step up from South Africans. 
I like South African. Oh, yeah, it's great to be there. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. thing. So as a colored person, what you? do you yeah. do? That's what how they many, say. That's how many stars are you, Jim? You, how many stars are you? Oh, no, I'd have a good 4.2 rating. 4.2? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm not no, raising. No, I'm not saying you're not. I'm just, I'm just fucking... I think 4.2, they still won't pick you up. I don't, really? I don't see I color, don't but I definitely see height. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that, that case, I'm screwed. Uh, How can... But then you shouldn't be able to see it because you're tall. No, it, it was, it, I, I don't know where that joke was leading. Hey, Jack, have you, <laughs> have you, have you been laid recently? No, just checking in. Uh, okay, so that's what we did. Wait, now, there's a question for Jack, by the way, that was sent. Oh, okay. Like, question said hi to Jack. question uh, for Jack. Uh, on, from Twitter. Dan Gardner asks. Dan is your Gardner. Assistant, well, well, it's already a bad question. Is your assistant Tom Hackett? <laughs> got your name wrong. Any relation to Grant Hackett? I don't know. Grant Hackett's an Olympic swimmer from uh, Australia. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he won several gold medals. You yeah, know? he was a great swimmer. Absolutely has, no relation. Has an alcohol problem. No relation? Mm -mm. All right, that's it for Jack. Get back over there. All right, All right get back. Thank Jack you for having has, me. Jack has also never been a victim of racial profiling. Yes. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you it's, uh, Jack doesn't even I'll tell have you. to say anything racial, and he's already a three I'll, star. I'll, like, tell you, has, I'll tell you other things <laughs> that Jack has not been a victim of. Uh, any sexual harassment? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he's like, hashtag um, me too. Anyone beating him in any sporting event? <laughs> no, that, okay. no, because you don't compete because you it. don't have an athletic body, Jake. So um, uh, there was one funny thing. There, I mean, there's a bunch of funny things, but one of the things you said was uh, you can't solve racism in six minutes. And uh, but we did already solve racism on the show one time. I thought we tried a, to do yeah. it last year. Look, I will say this to all the Jim Jeffrey Show fans that one day, without a shadow of a doubt, this is a promise. We will fix racism. That's a white person talking. No, no. On the show? You mean the show no. will fix racism? No. Yeah, no. I'm going. I if, <laughs> if it's the last thing I do, in this country and every country, I will make us all one. I will fix racism. <laughs> Fixing racism requires... You uh, don't know what it requires. You're not prepared to do it. I am. Yes. I'm the person who's going to Let do it. Let her talk. No, yes. it requires... Oh, no, I'm not going to fix misogyny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so don't let her talk. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, um, now what is, what is fixing racism requiring? It requires so much um, exposure. Like, people in middle America have to be... Not not just aware of other ethnicities, but they, you have to be constantly exposed. Like the it the time that it takes to like have empathy for another culture is like it takes so like like a white person who's racist has to have several experiences where like his car breaks down and it ends up being a black guy who helped him out mm. to finally evolve and be like, oh wait. Look, the simple I mean? the simple answer for racism is this, and and if you're listening in your car or at home. Fuck it away. The mm -hmm. only way to get rid of racism is we all fuck each other. And we have brown babies and black babies and half white babies and people that look like ginger. Like me. The only way is to fuck racism <laughs> away. So I'm willing to fuck a Whatever, lot of people to solve this problem. We're the majority problem. in I mean, 2050. I, I understand what you're saying, but there is, I, just as a case, there's a, what is yes. his name? Hang, hang on, it's, it's a, white, a white guy from Florida wants to say something. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, please, no, I'm just please. Using He's like, I eat Cuban food, it's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have friends that are Hispanic. Copies. <laughs> <laughs> I Cuba. Cuba. Um, I've been to a Haitian restaurant. Uh, they so there was that lawyer in New York this last week, Aaron Slosberg. 
It's yeah. pronounced Brockovich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's he's so, so racist the way he said it. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that was in uh, that fresh market and he came out and said that people weren't speaking English. And oh, then boy. he said he was going to call ICE. And oh, then, boy. and it's like, I, once every once in a while, the internet really does some good. And they like, every, they basically, that video went viral. And he um, he was uh, getting chased by like reporters. He hid behind a, an umbrella. There was a GoFundMe to hire a mariachi band to play outside. Oh his, my god! His, his, yeah. That's what I'm s- yeah. But he lives in New York City, and I'm just like, what are you? How are you moving to New York City? If I don't you're know. People tolerant. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't live there and expect to not hear other languages. That's okay. Right. I just want to say at this moment, Donald Trump is from New York City. Ugh. Yeah, but he lived in a he tower. Lived in- true, true, yeah. true. Like, <laughs> he lived in a- an ivory tower. <laughs> but that's Gold. public shaming, like W. Camille Bell said. And that's. The well, that best brings thing us on to, to what happened was next after that, we interviewed W. Kamal Bell. Now, W. Kamal Bell and me have a connection that people don't know about. Uh, our TV show, Legit. Mm-hmm. Was he-, uh, he was on. He was the first show. Um, they had a late night show. It was he was the first show on the FXX network. We uh, were the second we, show. The wonderful we network. Went over to yeah, it. we went over we to it. Our ratings were fine. Yeah. Then we moved over to FXX. Anyway, so <laughs> what happened was um, he was the first show that was cancelled. But now he has a show that is Emmy award winning yeah. called The United Shades of America. Holy oh. shit, stick! <laughs> <laughs> And I yeah. keep talking because this is what professionals are all about. <laughs> you can't hear it all the way. I feel like Freddie Mercury. You know, we have well, half yes, a microphone stand. We've had an accident. Also, plus the AIDS. Wait, wait, wait. You're cutting in and out. So, uh, I love Freddie. Jim's mic just, my mic's cutting I'll go out ahead too. and take over. No, you can still hear me. You can w- still hear me, right? Okay. Are we all right, there you go. And we're back. So anyway, so he has a show called the United Shades of American Scene, an Emmy Award winning. He was nice enough to come on our show and we interviewed him. I haven't seen the edit yet because the interviews we do do in studio are about nine minutes. We edit them down to about six minutes. So I don't know what was kept in and taken out, but it was very interesting. I thought it was really good. And uh, and it's like you guys, you know, I mean, you, it's like always you it's, before. It, sometimes you know some of the guests before, and then some sometimes. You I, know I, I I I only met him very briefly once at an FX thing, very briefly for yeah. like five seconds. But it's always nice when two comics are talking. It's always a bit more um, free than if you say you were talking to. Sometimes when I have to interview politicians, it's a little bit more yeah. difficult because I have to pull information out of them. But he was <clears> funny <throat> from the get go. Yeah, it was funny. He walked out smiling and waving because he was like playing off the first act. He was playing like, in the first week about how black people have yeah. to smile and wave so that we don't report them. Yeah. No, I thought you guys had, had good chemistry and it was, uh, there was a lot of funny stuff. I was like, I'm not going to give it away and this comes out tomorrow. I don't know what I'm saying, but I, we don't know what's going to... We don't know what's going to oh, go yeah. but he was racially profiled at one time and he went to a coffee shop and he went to talk to his wife who was a white woman. Yeah, and they banged <laughs> and, on the window. And someone banged uh, on the window and said, leave in that... Berkeley. Leave that woman alone. <laughs> I was in Berkeley. And I Berkeley didn't catch is that, yeah. so diverse. Yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh, it's Isn't that where all the lesbians are? <laughs> In college, just is went it, down to a three point eight. It's is not that, just for racism. No, is it, is it, isn't <laughs> that the stereotype that all the lesbians are in college at Berkeley? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know so. if that's a stereotype, there. but the, you went no, to Berkeley. I went there for a year. All right, yeah. confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> Did you leave because of all the lesbians? <laughs> no, they're everywhere. They're. I don't filthy. remember that being a thing. <laughs> They're just climbing over lesbians <laughs> to get the class. My, my favorite bit is it going to be edited in that I said that there was a stereotype that Australians are good at cunnilingus. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. 
I'm going to spread that rumor wide, but, wide and far. But then, but then your tag is your. That's why they call. What do you say? That's why they call it going down under. Yeah, and I was sitting in the back. Dun, 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 I, I don't, I, I don't dun, know dun. if you can hear me uh, because I was in the back. I just go boo when you said that. <laughs> Did you really? Like as a joke? I, I didn't. I was in the audience. You're Did you boo in the audience? No, no, not in the audience. I'm back behind the curtain, and when you said going down under, I was laughing, but I was also boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of that joke. Yeah, well. If I if I never say another joke in my entire life, I want to be known for the going down on a joke. Jason, come over here. It's all racism if you're gonna. Jason, 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 Jason is our head writer. I don't know if he's ever been on the show, but come and talk to us for just. Jason, have you ever been racially profiled? He hasn't been racially profiled. He he once (laughs) was mistaken for John Oliver. Get on the microphone. (laughs) I could see that. Yeah. Now our head writer looks like John Oliver, but but. But it turns out that he looks age appropriate. John Oliver looks terrible for his age. Anyway, I'm, I'm six months older. I'm beautiful. Whoa. I'm six months older than John, John Oliver, and with a history of cocaine abuse and smoking, <laughs> I look phenomenal. You're like all the guys that were on the like I lost me to meth mm. posters a while ago, where I'm like, these guys look great. I'm hero- they look heroin chic. <laughs> I'm I love it. heroin chic. Great. I should be 400 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you called Jason over, and you haven't Sorry. asked. But Jay- yeah, Jason, Jason, uh, yes, Jason, Jason. I just you never sit on the podcast. I'm very no, excited. I was here once. You were here, yes. but, but but what was what was your favorite joke of the the show? Probably when you said that thing about going down under. Thank you. See, oh, this God. is why Jason gets to stay. <laughs> in. That's why Jason gets to stay. <laughs> get this far yes as, man out of here. Far as booted. Far as but you can't say get yes man out of here. Jim Carrey was in the movie Yes Man, and you That's owe true. your whole life to and that so guy now. And so was Reese Darby, our buddy Reese Darby. Yeah. Um, so, would you like to introduce what was our third act, Jason? Oh, our well, third act was about uh, service animals. Service Emotional animals. Emotional support animals. Emotional support Not, animals. The difference between them and service Now, we should say that Forrest Shaw here is, has been a, a, a non advocate of support animals for a very long time. You've been, doing, <laughs> you've been doing stand-up routines in anger about support animals I for did. about three yeah. years, I right? I on this act, so it was... Yeah, yeah. No, was, I, I think Forrest pitched that... the story yeah. and, yeah. and very excited. E- like easily... 80% of the writer's room was not into it. Yeah. 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 I was you on were. your side. You yeah. were on my side. And Forest Scott was, yeah. stand up about service animals makes me need a service animal. Because uh, <laughs> it's so mean. <laughs> well, I I, uh, well, there was one joke that, I, that I've said on stage that made it in there. Yeah. Well, I've always, I've always hated support yeah. animals, but, but I didn't know. And I wrote and, a lot of new jokes. And as with all the, all the things we do on the show, often you have a somewhat like just an opinion on something that isn't very well formulated and then our researchers go off and they come back with stats and figures and then you're like, no, fuck these people. And it turns out that it is extraordinarily easy to get a service animal certificate. Yeah. Emotional support animal. Make Emotional support. Yeah, we, we did, should be. We, should we did be make the, the distinction between uh, 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 No, 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 because, because, because very clearly like blind people uh, need guide dogs. And all, also, look, we all know about my hatred of the blind. They also should be put in some type of camp. <laughs> yeah, they, with the dogs. Yeah, they don't even need walls. <laughs> just uh, They just the have to be pointed to the in the camp. wrong direction. Yeah. But I, you know how I feel about the blind. Um, and if there's any blind people listening i'm sure this is the only form of entertainment you get yeah, all week um and to and to our deaf listeners 
<laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing right now? Anyway, this is this show in Braille. Signing the podcast. Oh, someone, 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 someone signing. Anyway, so we we found out that like uh, it's extraordinarily easy. You, there is several, maybe ten or twelve different web pages you can go to where you just put in some information and you go, oh, I don't like flying, and they just send you the vest. It's like when you go the when weed was illegal in California and you could just go, oh, I get a bit depressed, and then they would give you a weed card. It is simple as fuck to you to travel with your dog. And what this is doing is it's delegitimizing the people who actually do, because some people do need emotional support accidents, um, animals, people who have been to war and an animal is very important to them for their mental health. But a lot of these people are just fucking chicks who have little hand dogs. Handbag or, dogs. Yeah, but the exotic animals are. I once really saw. Stupid. I'll a tell bird. you what. I was once on a fucking plane and I saw Caesar Milan with a support dog. Caesar Milan, in case you don't know, is the dog whisperer. He had a TV show called The Fucking Dog Whisperer, and this guy can't be without it. Mind you, the dog was very well behaved. Yeah, I'm sure. Remarkably so. <laughs> it, it got me a Jack and Coke. It was, it was, it flew the plane for a bit. It was a fucking great dog, but still upsetting. Just to be clear, though, they not only sent. A vest and a leash stuff. They sent like a plastic yeah, ID cute card, card that says That's Carl. Okay, yeah. okay. We haven't mentioned we registered oh, a camel. Right. We oh, registered. Oh yeah, right. I'm sorry, I didn't was paying attention. I thought we did the review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> registered because you can register lots of animals. People register pigs and snakes and all sorts of things, and we registered a camel. That we called Carl and we just sent away the forms and we said, oh, "We don't own the camel. We don't own the camel. Yeah, yeah. This, we, this, and this, we registered it. We just twice. Yeah, yeah. We, registered we registered it twice. twice. There was <laughs> there was one company that said no because we didn't live on a farm. It but wanted hold, to say yes. On. They they said yes initially. They ran it up the ladder, and then one person there was like, I don't know about the camel. I don't know about yeah. that camel. <laughs> so then we were like, ah, oh, we're kind of screwed. And then so we registered. We went to a couple different companies. Katie's in, in the room right now. She can explain because she was uh, – it was her and Andrew that were – you can come on the – Katie, come on, come on, Katie. Katie. And um, – and and so we registered, registered with two companies, and then it came back when we got the first initial uh, approval. We were like, "Oh, we got it done!" And then the second one came back like almost immediately. No, so, Katie, Katie. Katie is one of the animals registered to you. I know that one. Introduce yourself, Katie. Uh, yes, I'm Katie. Hi. I, I, <laughs> no, just for Jim because he didn't know. Oh. Jim doesn't know his full stuff. I'm a field producer. I work in the field department. Oh, hey, hey, you know who I am about building too. It's <laughs> fair. I, I, if you podcast, I know you. Shut up, Kelly. <laughs> or as I call you, Scott with long hair. <laughs> they're Kelly and Scott are brother and sister. That wasn't just a mean joke. They're, so, they're actually related. So Katie and Andrew Wontuck, you know, as well from the podcast, both were... Yeah, yeah we were on the phone, I think, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, with various agencies. Multiple agencies said yes. Um, a couple of them kicked back. Yeah. Andrew... Andrew registered the camel to his name. You know what I thought was beautiful? Because Andrew Wontuck, yeah. we've had on the show, and his wife, Brittany, who actually taught the Jefferettes how to dance. And he has a. I, I went to baseball the other day with Andrew and his daughter, Charlotte. Andrew's a wonderful fella, great family guy, one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. But what he did was, when he went to register <laughs> the camel, he just answered all the questions seriously. Oh, my God. Like, have you ever been sad? Yes. Aww. Right? Do you have problems? Do you get anxious? Does your wife? 
wife hate you? Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. He yeah. answered yeah. He yeah. answered all these questions correctly and Andrew actually qualifies for a support camel. <laughs> no lies, no fucking smoke and mirrors. That cunt needs a support camel. <laughs> I think he's actually in the car park hugging Carl right now. Yeah, I, I have a letter Which here. he also did with Carl Reiner when he was here. I have a letter here and it says, to whom it may concern... Andrew Wontuck is my patient and is under, by the way, only had a phone call, is under my professional care and I'm familiar with the patient's history and with the limitations imposed by the patient's disability. Like, basically, this letter looks official and there's these plastic ID cards. You get an so that, like, ID you, card. Like, if you present this to someone at an airport or like a, a, like a, a place you wanted to live. Or, like people well, see, one of the things them. is, I think it was United or American Airlines, they started to draw the line on emotional support animals that you couldn't have a hoofed animal. Right, mm -hmm. so that includes like horses, donkeys, United goats. United won't let you out of a hoof. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, but this is a, a, a camel is not a hoofed animal, right? So you can still oh, get a camel. They, yeah, they have yeah. toes. But so. you can't. But camels Camel have toe. four women in yoga pants. Yeah. So wait, I also like Story. when when you put the card when you got it like uh, approved. The picture of our camel as a sport camel is clearly in a the desert. They There's like dunes just, and shit behind also, it. Like, also, I think it's a different breed of camel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the same. It's, it's they not, just. It's the same. Yeah, it's not even the same. No, camel. I think it's I think there's like camel. like how there's different breeds of dogs. I think there's different breeds of camels. This yeah, is very area. clearly like a long-haired fucking yak-looking camel. <laughs> yeah, it looks oh, yeah. more like a yak. There yeah, that go. that one looks like a look, llama. But look at it. Like a, it's, there's a desert. This isn't. This like in the Middle East somewhere in that picture. It's not. It's not L.A. I, at all. There's no dunes. No, I didn't that's, tell, I that's my backyard. Like I don't. I don't use water to save the environment. I have a very desolate backyard. And it also says on one of them, it says it's good until the animal dies. Valid for the life of the animals. That's, wow. That means, Did it cost anything? I feel like that camel will outlive yeah, me. Yeah, I think like $150 or something like that. Yeah. Now, now, with all the money that we spent on the camel and getting the camel things, I, it's official. The camel was more expensive than Brad Pitt to have on the show. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because don't forget, we have a vest. <laughs> it's we, true. We made a custom vest as well. We made a custom it. vest. That'll be sitting there forever. Oh, it's very nice. I didn't know it was lined. Kit well, made it, These yeah. are, you know, if there's any doubt that it's a money-making thing, yeah. it's like, you can get our bronze packet, which gives you the ID card and a certificate. You can get oh, the yeah, silver yeah, yeah. package, which is two cards and a vest. You can get the gold pack, And so, the, you know, there's like no, all these like different... like I found. No, so the, yeah. the, the, the camel came out, and I... Oh, look, this is one of the quickest takes I ever did. I, I, I did... <laughs> I did one take with the camel. The camel pissed during the entire take. The camel was urinating. I mentioned it and very. And it had already peed for three minutes. And it had already stage. peed before. But but You're in the shitting and, in yeah. the fourth act, we were going to do a story just about a woman who took a shit in uh, Tim did Hortons. It. We did it, yeah. yeah. And and the the great thing about it was it all sort of ties back in on the two guys that were kicked out of Starbucks. But now we're talking about a woman in Canada who just laid a deuce in the middle of a restaurant, and started throwing her shit around. Now I was very passionate about this no one else in the writing staff wanted this to happen but i just wanted to do the fourth act on sitting on the back of the camel and not mention that i had a camel we had a we had a saddle for the camel we had shit going you down you rehearsed I, it. Yeah. I rehearsed i practiced getting on the camel and being lifted up and then some people didn't want to do it and i was adamant i was going to do it but then when it came down to the moment a lady <laughs> shitting 
It, it, it does its own justice. <laughs> you don't need to have a camel. Have to dress it up to, with a camel. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know yeah. it was pissing when you were talking? I said it. I you said it. I, said it. But I didn't know. You said it at the very end. because No, no, no. I wanted to get through everything and then yeah. just make reference. I didn't want to just go, it's pissing, and then start again. I didn't see I'm it a professional forest. I didn't see it pissing at first, and then everyone in the back of behind the curtain was running around like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? I didn't... It, yeah, it, we had a perfect view at the table. Yeah, for sure. the it, yeah. did, it did empty out his hump. The studio doesn't smell like it used to smell. No, like there like was like so a lot. Of, not back. a lot of people know this, but our studio is where they film the Cosby Show. It smells like it used to oh, back you then. Just <laughs> oh my goodness! Not a lot of people know that that uh, Bill Cosby's cums actually smells like camel piss. I would believe that. It's a rare. That's a rare known fact. It's on a trivial. Pursuit question. <laughs> adult edition. Adult edition. The Hollywood like, edition. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we're going to have to edit that out, even though I don't think we should have to, but it feels like they're <laughs> like, unless you can. No, he's been. It's cum smells like him. No, he's <laughs> been accused. He's been accused. No, this no, is I, a I, real. Like what is, what, yeah, but what's cum smells like, Jim? Is okay. Cool. I, but, uh, you if, if you're telling me that I don't know what Bill Cosby's cum smells like, <laughs> how, how do you think I fucking got a green card in this country? <laughs> what, was that, what, was, what was the thing, too, where you said to one of the cameramen, like, have you ever filmed a camel? Yeah, there were. One of the cameramen we went, went up to him. Well, it wasn't me. One of, one of, someone went up to him and went, this must be an unusual day. I bet, I bet you don't film a camel every day. And the guy's like, nah, I've filmed this camel eight times. This exact oh, camel. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It turns out that this is your go-to fucking camel. Oh, Carl. The, the, the yeah. Carl's in everything. He's pissed in every studio yeah. around town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, we had for the credit bed. Not many people will see the credit bed if you watch it live, but if you watch it on demand, you'll see a credit bed where we have a little thing over the credits, which is normally from our field piece. One little joke that's taken out while the credits are happening. And because if you watch it live, it just sort of the show stream into each other. But our credit bed this week was just me walking down to Santa Monica Boulevard with with my camel. Yeah, yeah. Now the Aww. thing is, you think I could do that in one take? No, it turns out that I was standing in a bad yeah. position. It took three, or, <laughs> three or four takes before I could walk a camel fucking properly. With but, Carl, the famous camel, he's but, in Ben Hur with JJ Abrahams. Abrahams. <laughs> but, oh. but, but but the important thing to take away from this is, uh, this is real though. Like we to prove the point of the whole piece is, we registered a fucking camel. As a support pet, that they never saw the camel, they never saw anybody in person, and, and it's like so. That's I mean, it really hammered home the point of just how insane this whole thing is with the. the so I, it just and, gave me tips. And I was I, like and, for one hundred and fifty dollars, I can register my. I don't know. What do you got, boyfriend? Right, you've had him. Matter. You've had that <laughs> yeah. guy for a while. How's he doing? <laughs> I can register my boyfriend. <laughs> you probably can. You yeah. just named him and put a picture of a yeah. dog on there. Well, I I got, how much does emotional? Got, how much uh, emotional support? Yeah. Does he I got to tell you, I met the he's guy. He's he's very travel. supportive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in Act Four, we talked about in uh, Jim, uh, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is uh, the the coffee store in Canada. The, the Canadians are mad for Tim Hortons. It's it's slightly worse than Starbucks, but they kind of enjoy that. And it's everywhere. If if you see like if you're in Canada and there is a Tim Hortons and there's a Starbucks, there will be a line outside Tim Hortons. They fucking dig it. And Tim Hortons' whole business model should be. Um, ah, oh, it could be worse, 
right? Because their coffee's slightly shitter. They sell an egg McMuffin that's just under what the McDonald's people are doing. It's 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 like it's like ah, you'll still enjoy it, I guess. Should be their model, right? Mm. So anyway, in the Tim Hortons, this white woman just fucking lays a deuce, right? And then she starts throwing it at people. And we did a whole thing. Now, one of our writers, Jason Whitehead, who's Canadian, he gets upset with me because I do a I do an, a Canadian impersonation. And my Canadian impersonation is basically just Homer Simpson, but dumber. I go, oh, look, I'm a Canadian person, doopity-doo. And that's, I, do, I don't know where doopity do came from, either, yeah. but now every time I finish a Canadian, person, a Canadian impersonation, I go, doopity do. Just wanted to say that on the podcast. No one seems to be. <laughs> no one seems to be. No one well, seems now to, you can do a different impersonation. You can just so, sit in your So, hand. anyway, that, that was the show. We've reached the 40 minute mark of the no, show. No, no, no. Forrest, you got anything that you want to sell? Well, one more thing. I thought, Get your nicknames. I, I wanted Matt to, to come on for a oh. few minutes. Because uh, his Act 5 went out this week, his digital piece. Okay. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, wait, let me. One of our uh, writers, Matt Kirshen. Hey, guys. Yeah. Matt Kirshen, Matt Kirshen did a piece about being British in the royal wedding. Yeah, we've been, we've been oh, doing yeah. these Act 5s. It's, it's on the, the interweb. It is. You can find it now. It's on the YouTube and Facebook channels for the show. I, it's, it's, I always enjoy these Act 5s that we do it on the, on the internet with the, with the uh, writers because it, it shows me acting chops. <laughs> you oh, get to yeah. react. Yeah, so he says something and I do a lot of what? You look pensive for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I cover my mouth a lot when I'm giggling. I'm a bad corpser. It also <laughs> takes the heat off you because instead of people just attacking you on the internet, they're like, oh, here's somebody new to attack. And yeah. then they're just fucking, like, just fucking not gym bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. I, I also get some of your residual hate as well. Like I got like a few comments from people who clearly are mad at you for your anti-gun stuff. Who yes. Like there's another person now I can also be angry at. Yes, yes. Fucking snowflake, cuck, fuck, drunk, fucking, you fucking cunt. You used to be funny. Guns are good. Yeah. Yep. Mega, mega, fuck, fuck. Yeah, mega, mega, Meanwhile, mega, fuck, fuck. typing this at like the, inter- <laughs> yeah. the free internet at the like public life. Yeah, with their hoofs. <laughs> Talking about you, Huckabee Sanders. And this is just a piece about the, about a goofy piece about the royal not being well, able to be it, king and it's just here's like, the thing though yeah just before, before that I was listening to the podcast last week I think I think we have fairly different upbringings but our mums have exactly the same attitude to the royal family because I had the same thing of like when the queen's speech is happening during Christmas it. day Christmas we have to show like she now watches it from a different room because she couldn't cope with the ribbing like with a mockery, oh. she's like, "If you're not going to take it seriously, then I'm going to go next door." <laughs> my my mother, after the Queen's speech at Christmas, she will say things like, "Like, like the Queen's speech is almost like a report of how the year went." Yeah, my mother will go. Oh, she's holding up well. <laughs> it's been a very, very hard year for her, but she's done it with dignity. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's like the Commonwealth CEO's AGM speech. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a, yeah. Uh, when it's like I, when fucking Steve Jobs used to come out in his fucking turtleneck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I went home uh, a few years ago, I found they've got a bookshelf that still has VHS tapes in our living room, my parents' living room. And I found next to it three different tapes that said William and Kate Wedding BBC, William and Kate Wedding ITV, William and Kate Wedding Sky. Now, for two things remarkable about that. Firstly, my mum owns three working video recorders that she can run simultaneously. And what's even more remarkable, there is only two channels in Britain. Right. She somehow, exactly. she somehow found a third one. But it's also it's the same footage. Same footage. It's different. like the Olympics. There's only one camera crew. Everyone gets the same 
pictures yeah. and then they just do that. But she wanted the commentary from three different networks. Uh, yeah. well, I, so I, watching the royal wedding, uh, the thing that I took away from it um, at the royal wedding is that um, we now refer to black people in Britain as a breath of fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kept saying that. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. a breath, breath of fresh, fresh air. air. <laughs> <laughs> it's an upgrade from vibrant, which is what it used to be. Yeah. The older neighborhood is so vibrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, she's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Look, this is something different that the Queen hasn't seen before. And then, then when like that black preacher came out from Chicago, oh, isn't this fun? Uh, <laughs> they're all like, yeah, though. they were about to call him like he was a guy in Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're enjoying this, right? They have to say it to themselves to convince yeah, yeah. them. This is fun. This is good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with the, this. The queen was secretly thinking, I used to run everything. <laughs> <laughs> While she was wearing lime green. <laughs> I, what, I, what I liked about the, the whole thing is there was, I was watching the Canadian broadcast and there was some Canadian guy going, doopy doo. And he said, he goes, this will be the queen's last wedding. <laughs> oh, God. That was it. <laughs> There's no more grandkids that need to get married. This is the last one. She's not going to she, make it long no, enough for the she, great grandkids. She won't go to another wedding. <laughs> Lap it up, Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> this is your last hat. Yeah, enjoy yeah. this. This Please. is your last hat. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't actually wearing lime green. It was a white dress. She just sweats weird. <laughs> <laughs> She and I both. And, so, I, and on that note, so, I would like to say good night, Australia. No, not good night. Forrest can wrap it There's up. There's one more thing. I just want you to be a part of it. What? Here. Okay. Don't <laughs> fucking want me. Pretend it's a whiteboard read. Get up here. Uh... There's a question on the next podcast. Could you all just talk about the dumbest ideas you've had for the show? Just name one dumb idea. Oh, the dumbest idea we've had for the show. Oh, we were sitting on a camel in a fourth act that we, uh -huh. we didn't achieve. Oh. I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. Right. Um, it was probably we had it. We had a stunt man that was pretty cool. We had a stunt man that Comedy Central just hated, and there was like episode three. They didn't hate the stunt man, and then they I just was, hated the idea. We, 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 yeah, yeah, we we did this idea. We had this thing about like how you have to have good people working around you and Donald Trump was firing everybody and if you fire everyone I go and then I started to act like I didn't need everyone on the staff I didn't need this person I didn't need that person I didn't need my fucking stunt man what do we got a stunt man for right I was reading through a list of things and then the guy was like shrugged his shoulders and he rolled down some stairs and then we we thought it was very funny we had a whale of a time writing that bit and then we and then we rehire him and he yeah. appears from the ceiling and I go and I, and I said, that's all right. Everyone, everyone's hired again. And then he fell through the roof. Yeah, back right. yeah, I love that. Comedy Central hated the stuntman. He has not been right. As Dale, that other one. I only am named after characters with Ds. Dale, but, Dale, but, but we had, uh, I, I think for our last episode, we're doing 30 episodes this season. We'll finish around Thanksgiving and saying, I would like, and you're hearing it first, I would like for our final episode to have a little showcase of everything that's happened. I would like... Well, don't the, give it away. I would like the Jefferettes and the camel. I want everyone <laughs> fucking back. Don't bring that poor we camel back. We can do back. the camel back. I can bring the camel back with the Jefferettes. I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's your show. But, mm. I mean, if you're going to solve racism, you got to, you know... Get on it. Okay, well, I'm going to solve it the only way I can by having a piss. Good night, Australia. Uh, before we go, our guest, Ginger Gonzaga, please tell people... Like anything you want them to know about you, if you want to like follow on social media. Or oh, my social media is Ginger the Jester on all whatever 
whatever social medias I'm on. All of them? Even, yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> My Twitter. Yeah, you're as and good as me at promoting, by the way. I this know. Is <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> I told you I'm starving myself. My brain's not working. And watch Kidding. It comes out in September. Boom. Matt, <laughs> they can find your, uh, the piece we were talking about is on our Facebook page. It's on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. It's all on the Jim Jeffries Show channel and all those things. And also, you can listen to my science podcast called Probably Science that Jim's been on, you've been on. Yeah, we don't promote Jason's been on the show. Science. We're just going to edit that out. So. Oh, Ginger's going to be on <laughs> at some I'm gonna point? I'm going to be on it. No, we don't pr- we're cutting all this out. We don't promote it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, fuck it. Sorry. I've dissected a cat. Uh, Katie, on. Jason, any other farting words? Yeah. I devote my entire life to this show. I have no outside <laughs> interests other than the Jim Jeffries show. Oh, wow. All right. Possibly wow. Be. This is, uh, all right. Well, so, well that guy needs a service. Well, yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, all right. Everybody knows me. Hey, by the way, everybody, last week I said that there was all these bad comments about my voice and people shitting on me and stuff. Thanks for all the nice stuff people said this week. And people still said hurtful shit too, as well. <laughs> but it was nice. And, uh, as I've said before, at Forrest Shaw, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-S-H-A-W, uh, please download Poor Decisions, watch it, rent it, whatever. Please leave a comment on Amazon if you liked it. And uh, two weeks from today, or two weeks from yesterday, uh, I have a charity uh, gig in New York City at Gotham Comedy Club. It's a really good show. Uh, Dan Soder's on it, Roy Wood Jr., Nikki Glaser, Nick Griffin, and all the proceeds go to the Multiple International Myeloma Foundation. So if you're in the New York City area, uh, Tuesday, June 5th at 7 p.m., please go out to Gotham Comedy Club. Uh, if there's a topic you want us to talk about, tweet to us, at Jeffrey Show. Please subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's it. Thank you, guys. Bye. <laughs>